Okay, y'all. Welcome to Retroshade Radio. We are here. We are hot. We are happening. We are funky, fresh, and we are getting things going. Okay, so what is going on here? It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new show. So last week I had an epiphany. Like I was smacked in the face with this. It's been slowly building. I've been having this desire to really create more, to show up more, to deliver more, to serve more. And I've been trying to find ways to do that following this intuition. Um, And I know that it's like not Instagram. That's really not my vibe, even though I do spend a lot of time over there and I do have a lot of fun. It doesn't serve a greater purpose um, because with social media, like we know, like we throw something up there once. It doesn't like, yes, it technically lives on for as long as Instagram allows it to live on for, but it's not something that can be used as a real resource. Like it's a flash in the pan kind of thing. Um, so I'm switching and I, I absolutely freaking love podcasting. I love this audio platform. And uh, I remembered a desire or a dream that I had as a kid. I was obsessed with like watching talk shows as a kid growing up. I used to love morning radio shows. Um, and I didn't really, it wasn't a talk show that I wanted to do, um, like daytime TV talk show, but I loved the premise of it. I loved having something where I could show up every single day and talk and share and connect and expand. And that's one of the things that I really loved about like a morning radio show. But I also like deeply loved things like Chelsea Lately, like late night shows and stuff. And so... Though that was something that I really desired for myself was to get into like a like daily sort of sharing medium, if that makes sense. That's like both enlightening and entertaining and actually serves a greater purpose, whether that's through things like comedy and entertainment, talking about pop culture, whatever. Anyways. Last week, I got hit with this thing like, you have a podcast that you really love. You love doing it. Why not turn that into your daily show? Like, who says that you have to only release an episode every, like, every week, once a week? Um, And so I was like, you know what? You're right. Selena Gomez was playing it like Selena Gomez this past week has just been running on a loop in my head singing. Tell me who says who says tell me who said that. Um, And so I was like, you know what? That's the thing. That's the vibe we're going for. We're going for a daily podcast most Monday to Friday. I need to be here recapping what I've been noticing, what I've been observing, dropping little nuggets. Like I keep a journal, you guys, like I have, I used to be really obsessed with a physical planner in addition to my digital calendar. I live and die by those things and I swear by that. But over, I would say maybe eight months now, I traded in my physical planner for just a notebook. And in that notebook, I keep track of like, I write my morning gratitude list, I write my to do list, um, I prioritize everything, I categorize it like it is like really my level of like anal 
Um, but I also, at the end of the day, I always take time to recap whether that is, and I do it throughout the day as well, especially if like after a session with a client, I have a spark of something or I have a moment like after a meditation or after a walk or whenever the heck my intuition wants to surprise and delight me with a little download or like a tasty little nugget of information and, and enlightenment that I can share with the group, I write it down. And a lot of times it ends up just like sitting in my notebook and I share it with the people around me in the moment. I'll share these lessons and learnings with my clients, but I'm not using it. I'm not harnessing the full potential is what I'm realizing. And so that's what I want to do here. I'm like, I pull inspiration from absolutely everything. So that's what I want this to be. This is going to be like your daily pep talk show. It will probably be done most evenings at the end of the day. I like to just like have a bath and get cozied up and reflect. And then I'm going to come at y'all with all like the interesting things that I've come up with. So here's what you can expect from me. We are going to mention it all. We are going to spill the tea. We're going to talk about themes that I am seeing coming up. We're going to talk about the limiting beliefs that are holding us back and how to break through them. I'm going to really start sharing some of my really big stories of things that I've overcome in my lifetime. Like I was um, I was a guest on another podcast, A Cup of Chelsea, um, and I, w- I got so deep with her. I just connected with her so instantly. And I realized that it was the first time that I had actually spoken openly about like things like when I was 19 and I had a breast reduction um, and uh, when I was uh, in my early 20s, I was assaulted at a bar and <laughs> I've had a couple of instances of like stalker situations and you know, I've I've lived a life, guys. I've had some experiences and they're so far in the past for me that I haven't really thought to bring them up or share them with the process of um, like how I worked through them or my experience of how they really impacted my life. And actually the, the um, assault really came up with Chelsea because we were talking about um, like... Uh, like curiosity and sobriety and talking about my journey starting into microdosing this year which is something that I started in the spring and like we'll also talk about that because I'm also in love and obsessed with microdosing um but that was in my very first microdosing journey like the first eight weeks that I did it that was something that came up for me to resolve that I was not expecting because I thought that that was like something that was like like dead and gone. Like we, we dealt with that. We left that in the past, but it turns out that I didn't. What I did was I really suppressed that. And um, while going through um, my dosing process, my dosing protocol, the first round that I did, I really um, had to learn to be really gentle with myself and allow it to come up and recognize what are the lessons that I need to learn? What have I been holding on and where has that been impacting me in my life? And it was so incredibly profound and so cathartic. 
Um, but it was it was shocking and it was heavy and um, I'm now really happy because I felt so much lighter. I had really been carrying that around with me for a really long time, like probably a decade. Um, so that it's things like this that I want to get into. I want to give us more time and space for us to be able to connect and to talk and to excavate through these big things. Like as human beings, we experience so much in our day to day in our lives. And there are so many things that we end up pushing down or we end up getting caught up in this process of just putting out fire after fire after fire. And then we forget to really like go back and look at what has been existing in our lives. What is this all about? So that is like a big part of what it is that I want to create here. And I'm just so excited to have this opportunity. I'm so excited to share more with you and to make this like a really, really powerful resource for you. So Retrograde Radio is a daily dish for the millennial woman. We're going to be covering topics that impact our everyday lives, everything from talking about our career and business to money to sex and dating to love and health and wellness and whatever the heck else is going on in pop culture. Um, Like I just watched this week's episode of Potomac today and uh, I have thoughts about that. Um, which I don't, I, I can't get into it today. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, no, we're going to talk, we're going to jump into it now because I just can't like some, something has to be done. Like, like this is what happens. I will watch an episode of Real Housewives and I will start looking at like the toxic behaviors of, of like between these women. And so what just happened in Real Housewives of Potomac is that we have the girls out on a trip in Miami and a lot of these women do not get along with each other. Um, so what has happened is this girl Mia has invited everyone down to Miami for this girl's trip and it's supposed to be fun. We're leaving everything at the door and then Mia stirs up all this stuff because there's this guy that one of the other girls, Wendy, was you know, in talks to doing a restaurant deal with and Peter said that he had beef with Wendy so Mia stuck her nose in there to stir up the drama because you, like ultimately Mia understands the assignment she understands what she needs to do however she took it way too far and they were out to dinner and um, Wendy really like was like verbally getting into it with Mia and Wendy is a like w- like a warrior with words she is vicious and she knows exactly she is so freaking intelligent she knows how to use her words to really like pick at somebody and then really like drive the knife in and twist it around until the person absolutely snaps so like at least half the people on this trip have an issue with Wendy. I like Wendy. I I don't agree with everything that she does. Just like I like pretty much every housewife. I like them. I don't agree with everything. And that is the beauty of our housewives. They really teach us to really, you know, explore really uncomfortable things and recognize things that with like exist within ourselves that we don't really like. It is such a fabulous mirror for our society and for us to work through things and tolerance and all kinds of like really juicy, amazing stuff in addition to the aspirational aspects. 
So, um, yeah, Wendy was, like, pushing, pushing, and then Mia snapped, and she got physical with Wendy. And for me, like, that's that's when it's over. It's you've lost you've completely the minute that you turn it physical you've lost the battle like she had a horse in this game where we could have argued that you know Wendy was taking it too far and was out of line but the minute that Mia got physical was the moment that she lost that battle she she was gone and out um but what ended up happening is like Robin and Giselle took Mia's side which is absurd to me um, especially because we have had physical altercations on the show before and there has been a strong stance against the physical altercations um, and both Robin and Giselle are both like being ob- like really like disarmingly open and honest about the fact that the only reason why they are like condoning it and standing by me is because they don't like Wendy and this is where I want to get to. So Queen, like the, the Grand Dame, the Queen of all of our hearts, Karen Huger, she's being Switzerland. She is acknowledging that both sides, both Wendy and Mia, were wrong. Like, there's nothing to argue about here. They were both wrong. They both displayed, like, horrid behavior. Um, so she's not going to take a side because whose side is she going to stand on? It was just terrible. Um, and Mia is getting super upset about it because she wants Karen to stay to take her side because Wendy was talking trash about her husband. Um, and Karen was like, well, absolutely not. Like you, I, we don't do blind loyalty. You don't just get to like dictate how I think, how I feel. And like, if I'm your friend, I'm going to back you up on absolutely everything you do. To me, that's not what a friend is. And then it was the same thing with um, Candace and Ashley. They were both like, no, like, this was terrible. Like, you can't get physical with people. That's wrong. Like, you're an adult. You use your words. You talk it out. Or you remove yourself if you feel yourself getting agitated. You you have to control yourself or you have to learn how to control yourself in some way. Um, like, allowing somebody's words to get you spun up so much to that. Like, you've given all your power away. What's, go- like what's going on? We, we can do better than that. We need to do better than that as a society and as human beings. So the girls, the three of them, Karen, Ashley, and Candace, went to go and check on Wendy because Wendy obviously got a hotel room and got out of that house. While the rest of the girls are, like, gathering around and, like, cackling about, like, shit-talking Wendy and how she, like, they're all expecting that she goes home and obviously she would need to go home, which, again, is absurd to me. Like, I understand that you guys don't like each other, but first of all, you're all filming a TV show and these cast trips, you guys learning how to try and get along and create light drama is all part of it. You can't go on a cast trip without part of the cast. It's just, it's not real life. It's not, it's not the job. It's not the assignment. It's not okay for you to do. It's not fun for the viewer to watch. You've got a job to do, ladies. Um, and then on top of it, the fact that like somebody who assaulted somebody else is like, like we're getting on the girl, the poor girl who was assaulted and telling her that she needs to go home. She's the one who needs to remove herself from the situation, not the one who committed the assault. Again, wild to me. So when um, Mia sees that the three girls are going to go and see Wendy, she basically says to them, like, don't come back to the house. You're now uninvited from the rest of the trip, which what she's expecting, what she's demanding of people is blind loyalty, which, again, blows my mind. 
these are the moments where like I sit and stare and I'm like that is not a that's not a healthy friendship it is not what we're here for it's not what we're about as evolved human beings and I couldn't imagine having a friendship or desiring a friendship where you know a person is just going to like be passive and ride along with me no matter what and like how would I exist in a friendship where that was expected from me which I have been through before and let me tell you it doesn't work out well I believe wholeheartedly in honesty and and transparency and I think being a friend um I mean obviously this translates into my business as a coach but like I would rather hold a, a like a mirror up to you and be a safe space for you to support you as you are working through something I'm not asking you to be perfect I'm not expecting you to not make mistakes but what I do expect you to do is to take accountability and to recognize when you have fucked up and to be proactive in taking the steps to resolve it to move forward to resolve it with the person that you have injured, uh, to resolve it within yourself and to take proactive steps to heal and move forward so that you're not confronted with this again so that you can grow and evolve and be a better version of yourself. Like it's, it's absolutely wild and crazy to me, but I love, I was loving to see the way that Karen was handling it. Karen is just like almost always, you know, aces in my book and how she handles things I just love Karen Huger so much um the other thing that I wanted to say about it oh it's escaping me right now but that was the big thing was like the expectation of the blind loyalty like Mia even had the conversation she called Karen into her room and had the conversation with her and Karen said like so basically like a friendship to you is just me siding with whatever it is that you've done and she said no and then kind of doubled down on it and Karen was like wake up girl like that's that's not real life you can't do that that's not how your friendships work oh and I was like howling laughing when like like Mia and her friend Jacqueline I think her name is Ruth laying in her bed and then heard Karen talking to Giselle and Ashley. And so Mia pokes her head out and calls her upstairs. And so Karen sits on the foot of her bed and Jacqueline and Mia are sitting there. And then Mia starts speaking for Jacqueline, explaining about how Mia is so like emotionally <laughs> exhausted from this. And I was like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> Like Mia, no, Mia can't even speak for herself anymore. Like Jacqueline has like become like a lackey and I just, I want more for her. She's such a beautiful woman and she seems like, she seems like she could be fun. Um, and she seems like she's getting along with most of the ladies, although it seems to be that the people that she's getting along with are Robin and Giselle, who I think that they've just gotten like too big for their britches you know they've gotten too comfortable on the show like bordering on the Vicky Gunvalson where they feel like because they're OGs and they've been in the game for so long like they're untouchable and uh, it's not a good look it's not a good look at all and I think that like that's something that we all need to remember is that we are not untouchable like we are just human beings no matter how long we've been doing anything you know we we just there's always room for us to grow and expand and because we're human beings we are so susceptible to fucking up and to making mistakes 
and to, you know, having like these like kind of like ugly tendencies or ugly patterns or ugly sides of us poking through. It's part of the dynamics of who we are and our spirits that exist within us. And they're not bad, but they're here to teach us lessons. And when those things come up, it's not about condemning ourselves or or anything. It, it's about acknowledging it and recognizing it as like not a good look and not like a good feeling within us. And then allowing us to release it so that we can become better and we can grow and expand and like heal ourselves and the people around us in this growth and this journey. Oh, I remember what it was. It drives me nuts. This is something that we hear from our housewives constantly when they have just accepted a trait that is toxic. So like Mia saying like she was talking about how like she gets set off and that like she will like fight anyone. She will lay hands on somebody because she's a fighter and she wants that blind loyalty. Like she was just saying like that's who I am and that's not going to change. And uh, that is something that drives me absolutely insane. Like uh, the, the only time that like... These things will change over time. We can't help but evolve as human beings. It's what we do. But to like hold on to these things and have these labels like, yes, I'm an aggressive person who lays hands and assaults people. It's who I am. To just rest on that is so not okay. And it's just, it's sad because Mia, like Mia is funny. Mia is such a badass businesswoman. She is like, she's so, she's a star. She is so good on this show and she rides that line. She makes a good antagonist. She makes, she's really good at like poking and understanding where to create the drama for the show, but to not let it get too serious or affect her too much. And she just kind of like washes her hands and goes home. Her one-liners are good. Her looks are good. I just like, she is a great housewife. And I hate when our housewives just kind of rest on these things. It's the same thing with Teresa Judice. Teresa Judice just kind of accepts everything that she is, which is like self-acceptance is great. But it's not enough. We have to really like be willing to look at these things that we have that like need to be fixed for us to continue to function as evolved human beings. It's never okay to have this sort of aggression and just be like, yes, no, I assault people and that's fine. That's whatever. It's just a part of who I am. Deal with it. Absolutely not. Like, that's something that, like, Mia absolutely a thousand percent needs to recognize and be like, no, no, that's not okay. And that is something that I need to work on. And it's okay for us to have things that we don't love about ourselves and to be like, okay, this is a place where I get to learn and grow now. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the opportunity to grow. We don't have to love everything about ourselves and we don't need to condemn ourselves for those things, but we do need to give ourselves space to acknowledge it so that we can release and move forward and 
become, you know, just better human beings. Like that can't feel good. And you can see it in her face as she's moving around. Same thing with Wendy. We see it with Wendy as she's going through and like she wants to have better relationships with all these women. And a couple weeks ago, she had the episode where she wanted everybody like she had the burn session where she wants to move past it, but she can't get past she can't like can't get out of her own way like she still won't learn how to apologize and how to take accountability and move forward she still has this need to be right um, and to have the last word and so even with that intention that she tried to put forward like there there is stuff that Wendy needs to recognize in herself as well and I can see it watching her on the show that she wants it she just doesn't know how to get out of her own way and Mia, you could see it. She didn't love it. She was embarrassed. And that's why she was being more showboaty. She's trying to move past it, not recognize that she displayed behavior that she doesn't love about herself. But instead of owning up to it and like waking up the next morning and be like, oof, that was not good. Like, I feel really bad about that. She's not going to admit that she needs to apologize to Wendy for whatever reason that is. And it's too, too bad. It is too bad. It's unfortunate because it's all I want in this world is to see women like rallying with each other, supporting and lifting each other up. And that's a lot of the times that we get out of these shows. And that's one of the reasons why I have loved Housewives for like, I guess now we're we're talking decades. So um, I guess, yeah, we're, we got into that pop culture moment because that has been eating like for like a day that's been eating at me. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what you can get to know and recognize <laughs> from this new radio show. And I want this to be interactive, guys. I would love for you to um, like DM me questions, um, like places that you're looking for for advice, things that you want to learn about, topics you want to cover, guests that you want to have on the show, um, and like anything in the pop culture that you are really like excited and wanting to hear more from or whatever, I would love it. Write me. I love nothing more than to make this engaging and to build a community around this. That's that's the whole point behind this. So um, slide into my DMs at the Heather Fisk on Instagram or you can email me Heather at HeatherCatherine.co. Um, and let me know what it is that you want me to talk about, what advice that I can give you, if there's something that you're struggling with or what have you there. Um, yeah, get send me all the goods. Um, I do also want to give a hype and shout out. Um, I've partnered with a good friend of mine, Brandy Daniels, and on her podcast, Living Your Human Design, we are starting a monthly podcast episode called Astro Love, where we are diving into the monthly astrology. So today, November 28th, we just dropped the first episode, so go over to our podcast, give her some love, listen to the podcast, or you can go to her YouTube channel to watch us have this conversation, which is always delightful. I'm so animated, and so is Brandy. Um, but we get into Sagittarian energy. Um, we get into the key dates. We talk about my favorite segment of all, which is like justice for the signs. So we got into justice for Sagittarius. We talk about the plan 
planets transitioning from Sagittarius to Capricorn energy. We talk about Mercury retrograde. We talk about setting our plans. It is so good, so exciting. We had an amazing conversation. We also got into, like, we just love chatting with each other. And so we veer off track and we start talking about things like relationships and dating, business, all kinds of things. Brandy's also an incredible heels dancer. She's just the best and I love her so much. You guys are going to love it. The episode is so fun. We have such a great time. So go listen to Astro Love, give her some love. And then of course, you know, like give me some love too. rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to Retrograde Shade Radio wherever you listen to your podcast. Give me a five-star review, share this pod with your friends. Um, and yeah, leave me like a loving comment. I love, I love the hype guys. I'm not going to lie. Words of affirmation is my number one love language. So, so send me some words of affirmation. I love you guys so much. And one last plug until 1159 PM on December 1st, I have my Black Friday extravaganza going on. So you can save 50% off of literally all of my services. I'm talking your enrollment to Thrive by Design. I'm talking about the sevens, your manifesting accelerator, the biz by design, human design readings, um, your 2023 cosmic forecast, your human design manual, or even if you want to, if you're starting to do some Christmas shopping and you're looking for the perfect gift, I have gift cards available for human design readings, um, astrology readings, transit readings. Get a gift certificate. They're also 50% off. And it's just such a great way for you. Like this is the encouragement and the push, the sign that you were needing to invest in yourself because I know that you have big dreams. You have big plans for yourself. You have a life that you are envisioning and you deeply desire. And what I want you to do is to say fuck yes to yourself right here, right now and to set the wheels in motion to create that momentum so that you can achieve that life. 2023 is the year that we are making shit happen for ourselves. 2023 is the year that we let go of the excuses, why not? And we are making it happen, honey. Okay, so Black Friday extravaganza, 50% off everything until 11.59 p.m. Pacific on December 1st. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the first daily episode of Retroshade Radio. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be here, y'all. Okay, have a great rest of whatever day it is that you or moment in time that you are listening to this. I love you and I will see you tomorrow.